0: Hello, beautiful souls and limitless beings. Welcome to the Shamanic Soul Sisters with your host, Maria Jingris and Samantha Shea, where the discussions are multidimensional, courageously imperfect, and dynamically empowered with wisdom, compassion, humor, healing, and love. Now, here are Maria and Samantha...
1: Hey, hey, beautiful lovers! Maria here from Branches, back for our second segment of the heart chakra. Yes, everybody,
2: this is another juicy, beautiful day. So get on your heart throb vibe today. Um, this is Samantha. So at the end of the last episode, we left asking you all a very powerful question, and it was: How well do you receive a compliment? Do you even allow yourself to receive a compliment? we tend to either bypass when someone gives it, we shrug it off or we immediately give one back because it feels uncomfortable to receive something. And what's really happening when someone's giving us a compliment that is honest, it's them sharing love through words. And that can be uncomfortable, especially if we grow up and we didn't get a lot of that, or if there was dysfunctional communication or love or relationships in our life. So it's hard for us to receive compliments to receive gestures without feeling you have to give anything back. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And this is something I personally, and I, I, know Maria has too, is working on it. Um, allow, know that it's okay to receive. It's okay to give a compliment and just say, thank you. And like, actually like pause and allow yourself to receive it. Because the more you do that, you're telling all of your parts, all little inner childs, all of the rest of your chakras, "Hey, we're worthy of like receiving this." Like, yeah, it doesn't make you cocky. It doesn't make you arrogant. It it doesn't make you self centered or selfish when you allow yourself to receive something. And I'm gonna share a little story that's coming in when I was working in the hospital, I had a client in the first bed. I'm sorry. I had a patient in the first bed who was my patient. There was a patient in the second bed who I didn't see. They weren't mine, but I could feel the energy because love doesn't lie. Love is energy, right? So isn't fear. I could feel there was something off behind that curtain. That patient didn't have a nurse that was super in tuned with things and not knocking them, but they, when, when you're crying or you're emotionally expressing, that person does not feel comfortable with it. Let's just say that. So I could hear that person, that patient crying. And I was like, oh, and I was in the bathroom and I was like, spirit, what do I do? Like, cause I don't want to step on the other nurse's toes. So I went into my heart and I asked heart, how can I provide something for this person? And they were like, give them a crystal. So I went into my bag, I found a crystal. I put some sage on it. And right before my shift was over, I just peeled over the curtain and I saw, I saw the gentleman sitting there and he was like, hi. And I just go, will you receive something from me? He goes, uh, sure. And I handed him a crystal and I put it in his hand, and I had him hold, close his hand and put it to his heart. And he started crying, looked in my eyes and I started like, I almost teared up. I ran out of the room and teared up after but it was like he received it and it it had intentions of love and there didn't need to be words. But when I saw that guy again, he had, he was going through a lot and he was like, that was such a beautiful gift. Like that is, that was a gift. Cause he allowed himself to receive. So, and it, it came from the energy of love. So that's just a little example. Um, and I didn't go around. Yes. I'm sharing the story with you guys, but I didn't go around to the floor and be like, guess what I did? Like, I wasn't, like you know chanting out about it cuz it was something just a, a love exchange and so when you're giving gifts or compliments to somebody or you're just doing a nice gesture for somebody if you're expecting some type of reaction or something back you're not coming from your heart chakra you're coming from some from a lower vibration and maria had an experience with a place she works at where she was getting a lot of compliments and I'll let her share this story.
1: Thank you, Sam. And yes, I, I love that story and kind of just to touch upon it briefly, what you're basically saying, like we said in the last episode, love has no agenda. So you do these things when you're doing things from your heart space, you don't have an expectation. You're not looking for validation or approval or or even a thank you necessarily in return you're doing it because it just feels like the loving thing to do and that's exactly what you did for that patient um you put yourself you know in his shoes and you were also you were also cognizant and mindful like you said of stepping on the other nurse's toes right so that's where i feel like you really were in your heart like you weren't trying to one up that other nurse, right? Or, or make them now feel bad because they're not being able to provide that mo- emotional support that maybe the patient needed, but you were like, all right, how can I, how can I share some love? Cause this, this guy needs love right now. And so beautiful mm-hmm. example. I love it. And yes, receiving, receiving compliments. That has been something that, as Sam said, we've both been working on. I know for me, um, it goes right back to not having a lot of confidence my whole life. And I know I mentioned this in the solar plexus episode Um, and having this fear of stepping into the energy of confidence because I believed that then I would be perceived as cocky or arrogant and I would lose that humility that I've always felt I kind of had, right? And when you're in your heart space, like you're not even worried about any of that because it's just you're in your heart space. You're in that energy of love, right? You're just doing things because they feel loving to you. You have no expectation. And so it's interesting because I've always sort of been somebody that can give a lot to a lot of people. But yet when it came to self, why couldn't I receive that same that same reciprocal energy? Like why, why do I feel so uncomfortable with compliments and um, the story that Sam's referring to is this past weekend, I was at um, the place in Sedona that I I work at a couple weekends a month. And the owner of it was like really like talking up my my skills and, and what I deliver in my sessions to a lot of different people there. And it was like, it was a good test to see, am I, am I able to receive right now? Because I know that this is a thing I'm working on but it was almost like an excess that it was starting to make me feel uncomfortable, even though I knew the energy behind what she was saying was genuine. Like I knew it wasn't because again, you can't fake energy. We can fake words. We can even sort of fake our actions, but we cannot fake the energy, the intentional force behind what we're doing, what what we're saying, right? So it was interesting because as she was doing it, it was like I was getting that weird uncomfortable, but I actually, for the first time, instead of coming right back with a Compliment towards her, right? Because that's my mo. That's how I kind of like sideswipe a compliment. It's like somebody's like, "Oh, I like your top. Oh, I love yours too." You know, it's like an immediate like. Now I have to compliment them, right? Now I have to make them feel good, and it's like that's such a weird program, right? It, it's weird. Like just allow yourself to receive it. And spirit said to me, like, "Why do you give people compliments? Like, why?" And it's like, "Oh, because I appreciate." and and as you were talking i'm like oh it's like a form of gratitude it's a form of appreciating mm-hmm. what somebody's bringing into the world energetically right like that's mm-hmm. why i like to give people compliments i don't i do feel like the compliments i've given have always been genuine it's not like i'm trying to make something up it's like oh i love to do that because it actually feels good to me it's like i'm basically showing someone that i appreciate them i appreciate yeah. what they're bringing into the world and so when I had this sort of conversation with Spirit, they're like, "Well, isn't that what you've always said you want in return? Is to just feel appreciated?" And it's like, "Yeah." And they're like, "And hello." There go. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh there my go. god, there—that's right." So it doesn't mean that, like, if I soak the compliment in, that now I'm—I'm I'm cocky, right? It's just actually allowing myself to receive, as Sam is saying, a form of love in words and in energy from someone that is appreciative of what I bring to the table. And Mm -hmm. so that's why we talk about, you know, receiving, because I know Sam and I both um, kind of have dealt with it with the different clients. Like when we talk about receiving, like even that is like a foreign concept. Like, what do you mean receiving? Like, cause we automatically go to gifts, like material, external gifts, kind of like what we talked about in the last episode, that that's sort of how we've been conditioned into believing what love is. It's like, we have to shower each other with these gifts. And I think Sam and I talked about it in other episodes too. Like we felt like you have to buy people, Things to make them feel like you love them, right? And it's like, wow, no, but that's what society's told us to do, right? So then when you're just starting to allow yourself to recognize this and where you've you've done this in your life, or you've been kind of have a wall up, right? It starts to just allow you to be more aware of wow, when do I actually allow myself to receive? And and why don't i like when people compliment me whether it's on our looks whatever it is right just start to become aware of that in your in your day to day when somebody pays you a compliment how do you feel do you feel uncomfortable do you feel grateful like what what energy what emotion does it bring up for you because that'll kind of give you kind of a a gauge as to like where your your heart chakra is in, in a sense of like, how open is it? How balanced is it? Am I over giving compliments to everybody else and shoving everybody's aside that it's giving it to me? Because again, that's, what's going to block abundance that that's mm-hmm. literally going to block that energy of abundance. And you hear a lot of people talk about abundance, right? And even in this business, Sam and I have really learned like if you're in a heart-centered space, right? If you are following your heart, like we talked about in the last episode, and you're aligned with what it is that your soul came here to experience, you receive abundance in all different forms. It's not always in the form of money, but mm-hmm. oftentimes it's it's way better than that. Like it's 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 tenfold, right? It's like, wow, I have to actually allow myself to be open to receiving it because I know a lot of people come to us. Thinking that they're blocked in, re- in and it's like you're your own block. Like your limiting <laughs> beliefs, your insecurities, your your beliefs that you've taken from other people are literally what's blocking you from opening your heart to receiving. And oftentimes it's it's a lot of betrayal from our lives, right? But that also goes into um how we've sort of self-betrayed. Ourselves, not just, I'm not just talking about like betrayal from other people. We have done a lot to, in a sense, sell ourselves short and betray ourselves and neglect ourselves. You said that word earlier and it was like, boom, there's that word neglect, neglect, mm-hmm. which leads to feelings of abandonment, right? And I don't mean just being physically abandoned and left out to dry by people. I'm talking about the ability to provide emotional stability for someone and that emotional support, right? That's where most of us, since we were kids, have been abandoned in a sense. We haven't, for the majority of us, and kudos to all of us that have had somebody in our life from when we were a kid that had sort of um, a healthy way of, of regulating their emotions, right? So they're able to provide that emotional support. They're available to provide, hold that space for you, right? but most of us didn't have that because that's not how we've been conditioned. We've been conditioned to shove all the emotions aside and keep powering through. So then when it comes to that energy of abandonment, most of us are carrying that and it's in result of not having that emotional availability as a child. And then in turn doing that to ourselves as we get older, because that's what we were taught is normal. And so we abandon ourselves and then we're seeking it in everything outside of us. We're seeking that, that, that validation from everything outside.
2: And it brings in the example of like, cause every person can relate to this when there's a kid screaming when they're younger. Right. And the parents like Shh, quiet, like, cause they're frustrated, but mm-hmm. it's that kid is literally, it's expressing emotions. Cause it doesn't have words for whatever it's feeling. Yep. And so it's letting it out. So when this, when this happens and the more and more it happens, it that's where what she's talking about this emotional abandonment because we eventually, when we, when the space isn't safe to release our emotions, we then eventually shut down to our emotions to not feel them. So we abandon self. And then we bring in all of these toxic relationships, which definitely was in our cycle podcast. I talked about it. Um, And because we're nervous about when someone is providing us that safe space, we're nervous of like, I don't want to make them feel bad because I'm, I'm emotionally expressing things. Like, I don't, you know, like we go into this when, cause it's super, when I started holding space, knowing what that meant, it was very uncomfortable at first, but I was like, wow, this is actually a very beautiful place to be. Cause I'm not doing anything. I'm just letting that person express. And it's so, it's like a cathartic release for them. They're just like, ah. Oh. And I'm just sitting there and I'm knowing it's not there. It's not towards me. It's just me being what's what being the light is. I say like, you're just being the light. That's all you're doing Mm -hmm. because the light is love. And when it comes into what we were talking about last time, like the patience, the trust, heart open, when someone in your life is suffering or going through something. And we had mentioned like, you try and fix it, you try and fix it. You're really not. You're not helping. Um, you trying, but you're not, but having patience when someone is suffering and, and going into that empathetic, like acknowledging that, okay, it might take them longer to come out of this. than it might take this person. Um, maybe this person doesn't have the capacity emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually to do something that maybe if I was in their space, I would be able to do it. Right. So it's really being Open and knowing that everyone heals, grows, transforms, and deals with things differently. So holding the space, just being there when they're ready to express. And when they do express, you don't try and fix it, change it, or most importantly, give them reasons and excuses for why they're feeling a certain way. Right. You are allowing them to feel free and expressing. Right. And.
1: Um, that was that was a beautiful, yeah, because basically it's like you're enabling their their victimized mindset when you're doing that. So it's you're like an enabler rather than just be like, yeah, let it all out. like you're yeah. not wrong for failing any of it. Let yep. it
2: out. yep and that's the same with like pain and like the hospital, like there's we have the pain scales one to ten, right and you have the faces on it because everyone experiences pain differently. Well, the same with emotions, the same mm-hmm. with our thoughts, we all experience differently. So who am I to tell you, oh, no, you don't have pain. You just stub your toe. It's like, what if they had trauma when they were a kid that is now being expressed? Yep. So it's like, I can't tell somebody that they can or can't have something that, that they're experiencing that is neglecting them and making them feel even more uncomfortable to share or makes them overshare and angry and project. And I'm gonna kinda shift a little bit because this memory is coming in. My father asked me to do some energy work on him once. And so I did. Um, and it was beautiful. It was interesting because he began sweating and like grunting and crying and um, which we all we all experience when we're oh dear God, yeah. <laughs> energy work, like I cried earlier. Whatever, um, but I didn't ask him what was going on. I just let him go, and I was just working with spirit. Whatever. He could not have gotten off that table and out of that room fast enough once it was over, and it was because he saw his 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 um his parents. They came to him, and it like woken something in him of unconditional love. Like he was like, "What?" Later, he eventually. I like, "Are you okay?" And later he did tell me, I saw Nanner and Pepe. Like, it's weird. It was like too much. I was like, it's all right. It's it's okay. And he's like, it is, it is, it is, it is. It was interesting because he like, receiving that love in a different way just by lying on a table with your eyes closed, that's truly allowing yourself to receive. And then when your loved ones comes in and, and like give you messages, it's like, ah. <laughs> and something my mom shared with me, I got yeah, like a couple of weeks ago, which I, it was very pivotal in our relationship and just her, she had said that, um, she was, she was talking to somebody and she had said to that person, yeah, my daughter taught me that it's, it's okay to have my emotions and that I need to be gentle with myself and that's okay. And I was like, mom, she's like, yeah, you've, you've done it. And it's like, it was like, she was acknowledging that I've walked the talk And since I stopped talking about it and just became it, it like shifted her and many people because you no longer are trying to, it's like, you're not representing who you are in your love. You're just being in your love. And when any, when, whenever someone is ready to share their experiences, like they know that they're safe to with you because you no longer like, Hey, you should do this. Hey, you should try this. Hey, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you're just being your love and you're coming from your heart. And it, it shifts.
1: Because like love has no agenda. There yes. it is again. Mm-hmm. That's how you can really start discerning people, that, that energy. Love mm-hmm. has no agenda. It just exists mm-hmm. as the energy that it is, because it knows its power, but not in a not in a I'm better. It just owns its power. It knows its power. And it knows that every single one of us has its power. So it doesn't have to play small. It doesn't have to downplay itself, right? Because it just exists in its natural state that it is. it has no agenda. That just keeps coming through like so clearly that that's like, I feel like spirits, like that's how you're going to help people discern because I'm always helping people through different activities, whatever, you know, I'm given for that client on working on discernment because most people are like, I, I I don't know how to discern. I don't know how to discern if it's my ego or my higher self, right? Ego has an agenda and it's to protect you in a sense, right? So mm-hmm. it's to control because it lives in fear. Love just lives. Love lives. Wow. It has no it lives. It just Remember lives. Remember we're
2: putting that on a shirt or something yes. or a hat? Yes. Yeah. Yes, <laughs>
1: exactly. Love lives. So live, love. Long live the love. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> love just lives. It just, it, it already like knows- who and what it is. So it's, it's got like what Sam said, it's got nothing to prove. You're not trying to prove a point to anybody anymore. You're not, you're, you're literally just walking in that light. And that is what I have seen shift external realities. It's, and I know for me, when I'm in that energy, it's so, it just feels so safe and so inspiring because you know, there's no agenda behind it. It's like, wow, Mm -hmm. that's authenticity right there. That's vulnerability. Mm-hmm. That's that's just that's love because love doesn't try. Think about an animal, right? Like our dogs. Think about dogs and how, you know, we say animals have unconditional love. They don't try to do anything. Like they just are who they are. There's no trying. They also very much live in the present moment because they are outside of that illusion of space and time, the lucky little fur babies that they are. So they're always living in that present moment, right? They're they're not they're not, they have no idea what's coming. They're not thinking about what's coming next. They're literally living love. So that's mm-hmm. another good example of, you know, a a um replica of what that energy of love looks like and feels like. Because as humans, we are, we are trying so hard at everything we do. It's exhausting. Take it from someone who's used a lot of energy their whole life to try to try like and i mean trying trying to show up in the way that i'm supposed to show up says who oh society okay got it says the role i'm playing oh okay got it but it's exhausting to be trying all the time it's exhausting when you just settle and surrender into your energy your power your empowerment you're like oh wow this is so much easier I'm not going to say we don't still trigger we we will trigger when you're in that energy you also trigger a lot of unconsciousness we'll say in in yourself and in other people it's just because it's like it's like there's this knowing that you're not trying so even that alone can be triggering sometimes and I've experienced that more recently with someone that I had met um through like a through a business, you know, a very similar business is what we're doing, and it was a beautiful connection. Um, and we got really deep, really fast, and all of a sudden it was like a one eighty, and like a wall went up, like, and I'm like, what just happened here? But like intuitively, I I knew it was like, oh, there they don't want to receive my love right now, like they're they all of a sudden like my love awakened their fears that they're still working through so it was easier to just throw up a wall on me and push me away and um you know Sam resonates with this story as well but i initially like the ego immediately goes into oh my god what did i do wrong like mm-hmm. oh my god like did i mm-hmm. offend this person like what did i do i'm like going through my text messages i'm like like a little neurotic at first and then it was an immediate like i took a breath i recentered mm-hmm. and my higher self was like your love is triggering their fear. You didn't do anything wrong. I'm like, huh, okay. And the biggest thing there though, that I feel
2: so important for people to hear is because you provided her that safe space to just share with you. Yep. And that is where like the trigger is coming. Because yes. if we haven't had that or we've had relationships that we're trying to fill this inner abandonment, this inner loneliness with that, doesn't feed us. It's just like let, let's say if you gossip, right? Like and you're you're pointing fingers, you're gossiping. That's not coming from love that like you you can tell the difference rather than just having a conversation or if you're gossiping about something, right. you can the energy shifts. And you provided her safety. Yep. And that's the thing. We live in a world where we are told what safety is yet none of us feel safe. Right. Because if we felt safe, we'd be in the center of our heart, yep. joyous, yep. patient
1: yep happy
2: healthy <laughs> yep like yep. open-minded yep like yeah so
1: we'd be in five years right
2: <laughs> yeah yeah I love that you shared that because it is it It just shows that you were building a bond with somebody and they got nervous mm-hmm. you didn't try and force like hey what's going on blah, blah, blah. you were like oh okay okay I'm just gonna okay this hurts but I didn't do anything because you were in your heart center. Yep. And when it comes to like, for instance, our sessions, our limitless sessions, it was really hard for Maria and I to like trust, (laughs) trust in the messages that come in, particularly for self. So we'll like message each other once in a while and like, hey,
1: I can't discern because I'm the human in it. So I need you to discern right now. But that's also being very self-aware and knowing our quote unquote, human limitations that we're still breaking out of. So, yeah. Yes. And so when we're in that heart centered space and
2: you're doing something from the heart, time literally is an illusion. Like it's like this Uh, because you're not, you're in the present. And so with the heart chakra um, symbol, which I mentioned last time, but it has the two triangles, one pointing up, one down. And in the middle of it is like the center, obviously it's in the middle, but What's happening when you allow yourself to step into your heart space, you are connected. Yes, you have your body, but you are grounded. You are grounded into your being and you're unattached from anything when you connect upward and you ask source or creator, God, spirit guides, whoever you believe in the energy of love. How about that? The energy of compassion and love. You say the energy of compassion and love bring forth with me what needs to come forth and you just allow it to stream in quickly. Just allow. What's coming in is literally you're unattached to it, even if it doesn't make sense. But it's coming from love, and so it's it's a different energy versus fear, which I feel it comes up in our body when this like source energy comes down into our body and like kind of takes over our body. We're like, ah, I'm paralyzed in love. But with our sessions, we, we had to learn to trust that what was coming in, it doesn't need to make any sense to us it is not for us. So we just allow it to come in and we just go and we just say it and we don't overthink it. We don't, we, we, but we bring it through the filter of love. So it's not traumatizing. It's, it's literally coming from love and we don't second guess it Mm -hmm. and we just let it come because we're not attached to anything. And the more we've allowed ourselves to trust what comes in, it like just floods and it's, beautiful. So if you're trying to learn how to trust your intuition more or trust any messages or signs you're getting, breathe into the center of your heart and ask, ask love, to just pour down into you and trust what comes. Cause the more you trust, the more you'll, you'll find more self-love and compassion for self, but you'll also be able to show up in a safe space for other people, just like Maria did. And it's, it's such a different energy than what we literally walk around in every single day. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? It's like totally different.
1: A thousand percent. And when you, you, it's funny when you used the word connected, because I think I used it last time too, but like when you were saying it, they are like showing me when we're grounded, you're, you're right. We're connected, but we're not attached. So there's a difference between being connected and attached. (laughs) When you are, when you kind of inner stand of that unity consciousness, you understand we're all connected. We're all connected from one single source. But when you know you're connected, there's no need to be attached. Whoa. Yeah. There's no need to actually be attached to anything because you already trust in that connection. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Ping spirit. Ping <laughs> I love it. Love it when wisdom just flows through like that perfect example of how like I didn't even really know where I was going with that other than I'm like, yeah, attachment and connection. But like, yeah, that's so true. If you trust, you're grounded. So you're grounded into the earth. You're grounded into this body, into the human experience, knowing you're connected to everything. So there's no need to be attached because attachment, remember, is rooted actually in fear where connection, Mm -hmm. deep connection is rooted in love, unconditional love unconditional love. i sound like and a hallmark card
2: way better though because you're like just way I'm, better than a hallmark card I'm yeah say that i'm now. legit yeah um you're giving it for free so like boom.
1: right i <laughs> <laughs> don't cost like, i don't cost 5.99 a card
2: <laughs> no they have increased their prices that was pretty wild like it's i like, know they're probably 10 dollars now
1: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. like the heck? perfect example of mm-hmm. if you want to give love to someone, make a card. I use. Yeah. I love making cards. I still have the card you and Kevin made me last year for my birthday. Goes mm-hmm. miles beyond a Hallmark card. I'm not saying you know there there's great sayings in those, but that little bit of extra love, like pouring your energy into something, showing your gratitude for someone,
0: mm-hmm. is,
1: is going to be received very differently, and in turn. You're going to, you're going to really feel what that feels like to give love. And then when you receive it, you'll be more open to receiving it. Cause it's like, oh, I just gave somebody this love yesterday and look at, it, it's being returned tenfold the next day. And I'm yeah. open to it. Cause I'm in my heart. I'm in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: um, I want to go into when it comes to being like opinionated or like open-minded and discerning if like someone's projecting something on you or trying to convince you to believe in their belief, that is a different energy than you just sharing and being. A thousand and percent. like for instance, we've talked about it with the whole like pandemic and like you know losing your job like me when I lost my job because of my my decisions that were for best for me, for my self-love, there was quote unquote bullying. people projected their fears onto me. They, um, criticized me. They called me names, um, and people in my family. Um, so it was very, very hurtful. It did give me more angst to love myself more. That's for sure. Cause I didn't even know, like people can't meet you where they haven't met themselves. So when you're sharing your Opinion of something. Let's say you're just watching TV with someone else and you just make an opinion about the TV or whatever, something on the TV, and the other person gets pissed at you. Well, you, you shouldn't believe that. Blah, blah. It's like, whoa, I'm not even saying saying it to you. I'm talking about the TV, which I am not attached to, but apparently you might be. <laughs> but it's like, it's this trigger, right? That's the trigger. Cause when you're in your light, you are seeing all sides of everything. Yep. So you're not judging. you're seeing, you're like, well, I can understand that. Oh, I empathize with that. Oh, I totally get that. That's pretty fucked up, but I totally understand that. Mm, I've been there because you're, you're aware you're, you're realizing like all of these paradigms and you're not judging any of them. So if someone is sharing something with you and you feel like you need to defend yourself, you are not coming. You're, you're coming from that false heart chakra. I want, is that correct to say false heart chakra?
1: You're coming from the like, ego.
2: Yeah, the ego. There you go.
1: You're just coming from the <laughs> yeah. Just coming from the ego. Your shadows are speaking. <laughs> you know, because the ego, the ego has its own perception of what love is. But mm-hmm. remember, it's rooted in fear, so it's you're yes. just
2: you're coming from your ego. Yeah, yeah. Because love has no agenda. Correct. So when you're expressing something, you're like, oh, I'm super, I'm super open minded, and then I share something, and you're like, uh, no. It's like, okay, you don't have to believe that. This right. is my truth. I didn't say it has to be your truth. I'm just exactly. sharing. And and this is where the next episode would be the throat chakra, but this is where it comes in, like representing your power and being confident in whatever you're sharing, knowing that you're coming from love. So like, even because we cannot, we cannot control how someone picks up what we say. We can't control that. We can't control how someone receives what we say. hmm but if you're rooted, what I mean by rooted is like, you're just grounded in your knowing and your being, and you, your intention is to not hurt people. Correct. That's grounded.
1: I feel Yep. Like. Yeah. Cause your trust, you trust you. That's what it comes mm-hmm. down to. You trust you. You have to mm-hmm. be grounded in order to trust. Mm-hmm. And it's,
2: and it's also going into the superiority, like trusting that I'm not better than them. I'm seeing something different than they're seeing it. So I'm going to let them express it, but I also don't have to take in their projection and their anger around or their belief. Yes. Or their belief. Yes. And so when the whole, when I was losing my job and I had to find more self-love, it was because in my environment was all of these quote unquote triggers. There were triggers for me because we, we learned from everyone that's in our life and every experience we can learn something. So it was like, okay, I understand that they have this belief. It's not mine. I'm not going to let that affect me anymore because when I have, all it was doing was making me sick. So that's not love. So I'm going to keep doing what I feel is for me, but I also know I no longer have to share anything with anybody
1: if I don't feel safe to. Mm-hmm.
2: That's th- that's what mm-hmm. it boils
1: down to. Exactly. 1,000%. I'm glad you brought up that um, example because that's something that uh, many people can resonate with. On. Either side of the jab, yes, because that is literally why the jab was created. Well, one of the many reasons, but was to to instill even more division and separation, especially amongst families. And mm-hmm. no matter what side of the fence you were on, I saw it from both ends. That bullying, that projection, that you should get the jab, you shouldn't get the jab, you should get that. Like it was like holy shit, like it was so blatantly obvious to me. And then it was like, oh, so all of the, the, no matter what side of the fence you were on, it was all that that should and shouldn't was coming from fear, right? Mm -hmm. Out of those that were very um, trusting in it, were thinking they were doing the right thing by protecting themselves and their loved ones, right? I'm talking back when it first came out. I feel there's plenty of information out there now, but neither here nor there. But you know, those of those of us that were doing it with that intent, right? Thinking like, well, I'm, I'm doing it to protect me and protect my loved ones, right? Well, those of us that knew the agenda and the energies in the jab were also not getting it for the same reason. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> like the, ir- the irony of that is just like, wow, that's really being the observer of how that paradigm just like really further divided humanity. Right. And that's where, you know, for me, and I I may have talked about this before, I don't know, but for me, like the majority of my loved ones got it. And mm-hmm. that was, that was hard for me to swallow at first, because it was like, I had shared what I knew. I had shared my perspective and like, they still went and did what they wanted to do. How dare they, how dare they be their own person. Right. So that mm-hmm. was a huge inclination for me to go back in, in inward and go oh so you were actually s- trying to tell them what to do right out of your fear if they got it and i had mm-hmm. to sit with that for quite a few months to really like sit with it feel through that to to recognize oh okay so this is just about me honoring my my authenticity my my authority over my body right I'm going to help a lot more people if I just stay in my truth about it and not tell people or shame people that they're doing the wrong thing, right? Because that's mm-hmm. just going to make them go even further into doing it. Think, think of all of us as humans. We do not like to be told what to do, okay? Mm-hmm. Even though we live under a system that tells us what to do, but they do it in a very manipulative way that we we follow it, we comply. But at the end of the day, none of us likes to be told what to do. So how does that make us any different than the system, right? And that's what I had Mm -hmm. to recognize in my growth at that time. It was like, oh, so I was still, I was like trying to tell my family what to do out of my fear of what was going to happen to them if they got it. Where me just being in my power and in my truth is way more empowering than, than trying to control, right? So that's how discernment is so, it it is so important because that's how tricky the ego and the ego's perspective of fear, how it, how it still controls us and how we show up, how we Mm -hmm. show up for self and how we show up for our loved ones. And literally that the jab was, I mean, it was created with so many agendas, but you know, if any of you have done your research or, or God forbid have lost anyone, I, my heart goes out to you that anybody that's lost mm-hmm. people as a result of it, because really, if if you do the research, you'll see that it's affecting people's cardiac health, our heart chakra. That's yep. literally what it was designed to do.
2: And we, it just was this new drug that randomly everyone was told to trust because it provided safety. So there's your trust there's your safety. And it's interesting because it was targeting, it was tried to help build up your immune system, which is also the heart chakra. And it's people are more sick now or or having other flare ups and different things. And they're like, I wonder if it is because of the jab. I'm like, well, partly, Mm -hmm. but also it's not the end of the world. Now that you, if you want to believe in this awareness, you can shift the energy of that, right? Like, rather than blaming it on that and and then beating yourself up it's like okay i got to give forgive myself for not knowing better or for really forgive yourself every time we're sick cuz like we tend to beat ourselves up when we're sick mm-hmm. no matter what it comes from yep we, we we're like oh i'm sick it's like hold on i'm sick I, lo- I thank you body for allowing me to get sick because that means i'm trying to purge something within exactly. me
1: Exactly. Right. Look at it as you're releasing what no longer serves you. If you can shift your mindset of around when you're sick, yeah, it's natural mm-hmm. for the body to shed. It has to purge. So mm-hmm. in order to do that, the human has to feel sick when it's going through it. Yep. Yep.
2: And all of the, and the jab and all of the pharmaceutical companies make millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. If we were healthy, they wouldn't make any money. The heart chakra is green and the dollar bill are all, all bills are green. hmm And if you look at the symbol, um, I don't even know what it's called. The triangle thing on the, it's, it's the, um,
1: it's the all seeing eye. It's essentially the sign of the Illuminati. If you do your Mm -hmm. research. Yeah. And in the center of the heart chakra symbol, there is this little eye.
2: And so when I saw this earlier, I was like, Maria, oh my God. She's like, yep. And that's when spirit was like, and it's green because we have this saying that money is the root of all evil. So if you're a spiritual being and you're all love and light, you don't deserve to receive money. You should just give free, free services. Free oh God, love. I've seen that so many places. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, how, how can I live in this human world if I'm not making any money and I'm just sharing all this love? I mean, that's fine. I will, I would do it for free. If I didn't need, if I didn't need money, I would definitely share it for free, but then people don't. If you're giving services for free, whatever you do, that's fine. But it's pe- some. I've found that some people don't value the information or the service as much because they're not they're not giving anything for it. You're just giving it for free, right? Yep. I don't say that it's, it's wrong to give things for free, but also. It's okay to receive money and then increase your prices if you are an entrepreneur and you know your worth and your goods are good and you've had great positive feedback when you especially were not looking for it. And it's like, yo, I'm worthy of like receiving money to pay for things so I can continue to show up for self and other people like, holy shit, this is life. That's cool. Like this is living. Yep. And I had this epiphany last night and I went up to Kevin and I was like, Kevin, Oh my God, I'm doing it. And he's like, doing what? And I was like, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, but he's like, isn't that a label? I'm like, yes, (laughs) I go, but I'm, I'm actually like, I was, I actually stepped outside of my safety outside of my norm. I was curious about learning about myself and all of these things in the world that I always had this feeling I knew, but didn't understand. I trusted in myself. I trusted in the unknown and I have Maria, I have, I'm getting a tribe, like, and I'm making money. I'm healthier than I ever been. And I'm like, I'm busy, but like in a non draining way, I'm like, I'm doing it. I, I'm in my light. I'm in my love. And it wasn't me being like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. it was like me, like allowing myself to receive that and to know like, wow, holy shit. Like I've taken courageous steps, pushed aside people's judgments people's fears, my own fears, I faced them to step into my light, And I trusted it.
1: Mm-hmm. And it
2: is powerful. That is medicine. And that is healing. And that is more healing than, than money, than material things, than any medication. It is it, when you can love you, you can heal on so many levels, like mind blown, heart, exactly.
1: heart on fire. Seriously. And <laughs> when you were talking about giving free services, right? I remember mm-hmm. when I very, very first was like about to start taking psychic development classes. And at the time I was a nurse making good money and I'm like, I'm just going to do it as like a hobby, right? I remember literally saying that, I'm like, I'm never going to charge people for this, right? I had no idea what working with energy was actually going to entail, right? So I'm like, I already have a job, a a real job. We'll say this. This was my mindset at the time. I'm like, I don't, I don't need the money, so I'm just going to give services for free. And then it was like, then I started actually doing the work and then doing the work on self and going, okay, I got, I know, like spirit was like, no, you charge. This is an energy exchange. It's exactly like what we're, how we opened this podcast about how. How are you at receiving, right? Because giving and receiving is an energy exchange. It goes both ways. It doesn't mean I take all and don't give anything. It's literally this balance of give, receive, give, receive, give, receive. So money is just a, um, though it has been used in a manipulative way, that's why we have that um, that paradigm of money is the root of all evil. No, it's the intention of why it was created. That's why the symbol on it was manipulated that's why they made it green so then we believe that money is a um is an expression of love right that's why we're all confused with that and so it's it's like when you were talking about the giving the services for free, and I started realizing like spirit's like, no, you, you don't do this for free. You you deserve an equal exchange for what you're giving energetically. So I was like, okay, all right, I can do this. So then, you know, start doing that. And then like, remember the first couple of times I raised my prices, it was like, oh, this feels weird, but it was all spirit guided. It wasn't like Maria's like, oh, I didn't make a lot last month. So I'm going to increase my prices, right? Like it took mm-hmm. a lot of Guidance from spirit to keep reminding me it's time, you know, value what you're giving to people. And then I also notice. I'm glad you brought it up. Anytime I've given pro bono coaching, okay, Mm -hmm. people don't take it seriously because there is a lack of investment in self. And that that word was coming through, investing in self. Money, because it is a form of, of investment or you're paying for something, Right. It needs to be in order for us to like recognize we're worthy of of loving ourselves, of spending money on true self-care. And I'm not talking about and I'm not downing this, but I'm not talking about going and getting a pedicure and going to the spa and going and getting our eyebrows done and our lashes. Like those are great things to pamper ourselves, but that's not what I'm talking about when I'm talking about. Spending money to to better ourselves, to really love ourselves more, and that's Mm -hmm. through modalities like this, through coaching. This is why I just recently started being a client of of a coach. Mm I I've wanted my own coach for a bit, but I just didn't have I hadn't found the right person, and now I have. And it was like I'm ready to make this invest another investment in self. I've been making, trust me, investments in self through this journey. But it was like, nope, now I found the right fit for me. I'm I'm not even like I'm not even thinking twice about what I'm paying for it. Like it's not even a thought in my mind. And trust me, on paper it probably should be. <laughs> it probably should be if if I were to go by what society says is normal and remember one of those things I talked about in the last episode is when you're following your heart, you're not always walking to the beat of society's norms, right? So society would tell me Sure. You want to spend that on that? Sure. You want to be buying all those those supplements and all that and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, no, I'm not even thinking twice about it. There's not even a thought, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm taking it seriously. And that mm-hmm. goes back to anytime I've done pro bono coaching for people, I can feel it. I can feel they're not doing the work to their highest potential. They're doing it very half-assed because yes. they know They're not really paying for it. So they come, they sit with me, they feel good for an hour. I say all the right things. I'm, I'm their cheerleader. I'm their support, but I know energy doesn't lie. I know when they're not doing the work. And so I've really started to learn like to reel back on that pro bono, because I think, you know, in certain situations, if you need to provide that for a temporary thing, I I, I'm, I'm all for it, but to make it, it's, it's enabling, to be honest, it's, 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 it's allowing somebody to have a crutch and an out and like they're dipping their water in, they're dipping their foot into the water, but they're not going, they're not going in and our coaching, mine at least. And I know Sam's too, like it requires you to go deep. So like, I'm not actually doing a service for people by giving it for free because they're not taking it seriously. They're not investing in themselves. So they're that not is the correct word. enough. Yeah.
2: Investment is the right word. I knew I was, I was like, what is the word? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I I did that right in order to step out of my comfort. I invested. and I was like, that's a lot of money. No, I'm going to lose my job. That's that's ten grand <laughs> right there. Yep. Holy shit! But I was like, there wasn't a second thought until after I made the investment because ego was like, Are you sure you? Yeah, want to Yeah. Then do this? it
1: like, goes like, oh yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> but I have it, it's it was a part of another layer of saving my life was that coaching that investment, and that's how I look at it. Like I saw this thing the other day, this grocery cart. In one grocery cart was all of this junk food. And this other grocery cart was meat and organic um, vegetables and fruit. And people were like, I don't have enough money to eat healthy. And there's an inflation, blah, blah, blah. And it was like the healthy cart, I think, was like $88 and something cents. The other one was like $85. And it's like, so I've began, not just because of that meme, but for a while, I've began to shift my awareness of what I'm eating why I'm eating and the money of which I'm spending. And I always say when I'm eating my food, thank you spirit and the universe for bringing me clients so I can afford this for me to fill my body with health. Thank you. Yep. And it's showing gratitude for everything. Um, and also with the coaching, yes. Um, so we're, we're providing, I don't know why I said yes, but we're providing a... I literally was having half the conversation in my head. <laughs> I know. I could see it. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on.
1: Um, welcome to Maria and Sam's world. Seriously. So, we try to stay Wayne's on track as best <laughs> as we can. Trust us. It's 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 a challenge when you're in multiple dimensions. We'll just leave it at that.
2: <laughs> Wayne's world. I just thought of, um, I don't know why, whatever. So when we're doing coaching, because we have made investments on ourselves to to learn about self and to show up for others. Um, we are holding a sacred space. Like I look my, my coaching, I know Maria does too, as sacred. Like this is sacred energy because we're tapping into parts that we haven't. We're showing love to things that a lot of people haven't shown love to. Like this is sacred energy. So I need you to take it seriously. Yep. And if you don't, like spirit will let me know, but I'm not going to judge you. But like right. you have to show up. Right. And I have had clients that I did like favors for where I'm like, okay, I know you just lost your job. So just pay it by the end. And it went a few many months. And I loved working with this person. I still love her. She's a dear friend of mine now. Um but it it took a lot in me to say to her, we're 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 not we're taking a pause on coaching until you pay me. So you gotta find the money somehow. And I was like oh, oh. It was like, it took a lot, but I was I like, no, nope. it's
1: like, oh God, I feel like I'm being mean, but it's like, no,
2: no. Yeah. Yeah. So like I anchored down into my being and was like, if I still want to like eat food, if I like, I need, <laughs> right. Like, duh, I have bills too. Like, and she totally respected it. I was like, whoa, oh, because I asked spirit, my, my higher self love. I'm like, support me and how I can word this. So she doesn't, so she feels love coming from this. She feels safe receiving this message. And also I feel safe giving it <laughs> and Legit. it was received and she was like, totally understand. And then she found a way to get me the money. And then this, and it was like, she needed that break to, yep. to even to, it was like, she's like I needed it because it made me understand the relationship of money more and investing in self more. So it was like, yep. Whoa. And it taught me something. And yep. then I've had clients where like they've signed on for very large packages and a couple sessions in, I'm like, yeah. You're not doing the work. We're not working together anymore. And I had to cut it off. Cause I was like, the money is not, the money is the least thing to me. It is. I'm providing you with a space of safety and love to support you in diving in. And if you're not taking it seriously, I'm not going to take it either. So like we're done right. and it it's taken a lot to do that, but it's because I'm coming from love. Right. And those people still hit me up They get readings once in a while because
1: it came from love when I said it.
2: Exactly. And that's the difference.
1: Exactly. It's mm-hmm. it's knowing your worth. It's knowing your energy where where you want your energy to be focused, right? So it's it's like cutting them off is it's because there's no longer an equal exchange of energy. That's really what's uh, happening. It's like you are showing up yeah. for them, but they're not mm-hmm. showing up for themselves. So just like we've said before, we cannot fix people. We cannot take their pain away nor can we do this work for them. We can provide that space. We can give guidance. We can we can be their cheerleader, but we literally can't do the work for them. So, honestly, the most loving thing to do sometimes is cut them loose because they don't even realize that they're not showing themselves love, right? It's it's almost kind of like what you were saying in that that situation. It's like she wasn't actually recognizing where she was still selling herself short that's what I kept hearing. Like she was selling Correct. herself short. So it's like that was just feeding still that feeling of unworthiness, right? Mm-hmm. So it's actually a very loving thing to do if you are any sort of a practitioner that's listening to this, that this, this will resonate, I feel like, with a lot of people. Because I feel like a lot of us that are starting to be entrepreneur entrepreneurs in quote-unquote spiritual businesses, I'll just call them energy businesses, it's like this weird... There's this weird dance that we're doing. Like we know we need money to to grow our business to be able to reach more people. Right, that's the intention of it. So it's all still heart centered, but like we also don't want to um, take advantage of people. Right, like we want to make prices doable for people. That's why Sam and I offer all sort of different um, pricing plan. So it's not, a, so that is not a determining factor for people not to work on themselves, not to love themselves more because mm-hmm. when you break it down and if you were to really look at everybody, everybody's, what they're spending their money on, I mean, let's be honest. Like, let's be honest <laughs> yeah. with ourselves to be, let's be real. That's probably why I'm like not even thinking twice about what I'm paying for my coaching and whatever other things I have to buy in order to, to, um, up level my health and wellness, right? Like there's not even a, there's not even a thought about it anymore. Like it's like, whatever, whatever. Right. But that's mm-hmm. taken me a while to get there because I know I'm worth it. Like my, if I'm healthy, then I can show up for more people. Right. Like it, it, it serves everyone. It's a win-win. <laughs> but if I'm not, then how can I really provide that safe space for, for my clients? It's like what we were talking about. Like people cannot show up for you in a way that they haven't shown up for themselves yet. Right. So that's Mm -hmm. why I also feel it's important for me to do coaching, because even though I've I've done, you know, all sorts of different self self work stuff. It's like, well, I'm a coach, so I need a coach because that's going to make me even a better coach because now I'm even more owning what I'm talking about. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I don't share anything with my clients that I don't already do anyways, but now it's like taking it to another level. It's like, you know what? I have my own coach, too. We all Mm -hmm. healers need healers. Mediums need mediums, right? Like yeah. it, that's that's being that's being connected with everyone. That's recognizing our connectedness. Uh, maybe need isn't the right word because that's attachment. But we benefit. We we serve better when we serve together. Wow. Yeah, you're just full of these like little like, phrases God, today. No, we just need I'll to like, write them down. Seriously. I'm like wow, <laughs> we serve better when we serve together. But it's true. How it like how weird it, cliche that sounds, but it and I yeah. It's when you're
2: saying that it's it goes literally with what I was just like thinking because not that I was like waiting for you to be done to share this because me and you we have limited time but like when we when we it, this is about unity right the heart chakra is about unity consciousness yep it doesn't mean independent alone that's not what it means right, right. so boom <laughs> boom <laughs> um so when someone is suffering when someone's going through something and you know that you can be in that safe space, it doesn't mean that you also need to suffer with them. And I felt like this is very important to share because as practitioners or whether you're a nurse or whatever, knowing, we know that we can't save anybody, but still, because, because we believe in love and all of us want love, there's still parts of us that sneak up and is like, well, what if we just did this? Maybe it will help them. Maybe this. And what I have found is, um, which came to my awareness even more so uh, is that I have worked so hard and I'm going to celebrate that. Like that doesn't make me arrogant or cocky to say that, but I've worked so hard on my peace of mind and my peace of being that, which is setting healthy boundaries that now I'm in another layer of, I need to still keep my boundaries and it's still safe to keep my boundaries. And be in my light when someone's going through something, I don't have to like shut down my boundaries and sacrifice how I'm feeling to keep my peace, to make them feel more comfortable. Cause that's really, that's me going down to a lower vibration. That's not of love anymore. And it was like, when I had this epiphany, I'm like, well, I know this, but like, I needed to know this even more Mm -hmm. because when you're working on self, your light, your love grows. And it, when we were saying trigger, just like Maria said, like with that friend, the wall came up because there was a lot of love exchanged quickly. Yeah. That can happen even if you've been with somebody for years and all of a sudden they're like tapping into their inner work and it's like, oh, this person's changing. This is weird. Oh, they're speaking up when they didn't before. Oh, they're, oh, they're setting boundaries. Oh, this is weird. So that's what I mean by triggering because it's Mm -hmm. also triggering you because you're realizing I want to go hang out with them, but I don't like what they're doing and it actually drains me. So how do I like not hurt them? How do I show up and like sit there with them and do that when it's not, it's like, I don't really want to do that anymore. Right. And that's a biggie. Huge, Um, huge. You don't want to dim your light
1: to make someone else feel comfortable. Correct. Correct.
2: That is not going
1: to help them heal. Exactly. Because what we're doing is, coddling their ego. So it's actually Mm -hmm. not the loving thing to do.
0: And -hmm. it doesn't mean
1: now you just go and screw everyone in my old life, right? But it's honoring those new interests. Remember, we talked about having diversified interests. As you heal, shift, change, evolve, whatever you want to use, so will your interests. And that's okay. That's part of growing, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have to do what you did a week ago. You don't have to hang around with the same people if they're doing stuff that no longer resonates with you. It doesn't mean you have a judgment around it, but you don't have to feel guilty if you don't want to partake. And that's one of the hardest things I think she and I have both. And I talked recently with a coaching client about this. And it's it's hard when you're starting to honor you because you've recognized how much you actually haven't honored you and what you like. And now you're starting to tap into that but it feels uncomfortable because your external surroundings are still very much in the old ways of being and doing right. So there's a very fine line of being like Sam saying, still have honor your boundaries, be in your authenticity. You don't have to feel guilty if you don't want to partake in everything, but you also don't have a judgment about how they're living their life either because you're in love, you're in your love, you're in your light. So it's like, that's unity. That's being able to accept where everybody's at and where you are at free of guilt, free of shame, and that's really what starts to attract i believe that's what i've experienced people that have similar interests people that are on a similar wavelength or frequency then all of a sudden you're meeting all these new people because it's like oh i've actually opened myself myself up to other potentials other possibilities and we'll look at how they're flooding in in all different ways
2: yeah. i love that you just like example because we get so many clients that come that are like oh when am i gonna meet the right person or no one in my life like everyone's doing this doing that or I just feel like I'm alone like like I'm stuck like I don't have anybody or or friendships are falling apart and they're like going into self-judgment and I've started to ask people like who do you love
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and they're like what like do you love you well uh, I think and it's like if you have to think think about it for that that's your answer exactly. The more you allow yourself to step into your power, do these inner healings, invest in yourself in whichever way, whether it just be journaling, let's say you don't have the money or the means at that time, just journaling out what you're feeling, getting the energy out of you, freaking dancing, shaking, taking baths, like something that is soothing you, getting you disconnected from the world that is not disassociating from problems. It's disconnecting you from everything that's caused these feelings of angst in you. And when you can um allow yourself to release in a healthy way and you begin that's that's really fucking loving yourself, like yep. being vulnerable, being honest with self, because then guess what? Those same people that are doing the work are coming to you and it's yep. it's this new healthy relationship and it's like, whoa, whoa, this is uncomfortable, but I like it. Like oh, I can mm-hmm. talk to them about weird shit. And I have this client who, um, she's amazing. All my clients are amazing. Everyone's amazing. Um, she has this, she, she has this, um, she fancies this person and she doesn't really know anything about him. She doesn't do any, uh, deep conversations. They just super uh, surface little. So I said, all right, I want you to ask him these questions. Do you think you can do that? She's like, oh my God. But she didn't have anxiety or fear. She had curiosity and and excitement about it. So it was, she was like, okay. And so she told me she calls him this time every week. So I was like, oh, cool. That's tomorrow. So let me know how it goes. I'm going to text you the next day. So I texted her and she was like, oh my God, it was so cool. We had like a four hour conversation with the same person. Thank you for giving me the courage. And I was like, all I did was bring it to your awareness that you were having these conversations that had nothing to do with love and learning about each other. Yep, That's it. And she was like, holy, I just feel brand new. And like, so it was very release for both of them. And now they have another deeper connection because they were, she was afraid to have this conversation of how he would judge her if she asked certain questions. Yep. And she showed herself another layer of self-love by, by stepping outside the box and being like, F it. I got nothing to
1: lose. Oh, here we go. And I was like, see, celebrate that, like and celebrate it. What a beautiful way to start a new relationship, whether it blossoms into something romantic or whatever, it's still a beautiful, cause it's actually that deep connection that we're all seeking. Like everybody mm-hmm. I talked to, I, I just want to be deep with people. It's like, have you gone deep with yourself first? Like, cause that's where it starts. And then as you do, guess what? Everything's a mirror and you'll start attracting that, but then don't be afraid of sharing that part of you with people, just like how you guided her to do. It's like now that you have allowed yourself to go deep with you, show that you're deep because that's what's going to attract that same similar quality in somebody else. And I think that's a beautiful way to start a relationship. Most of us start very surface level, very superficial, very physical, right? That's kind of how most of us start our relationships. And then like we're halfway through and we're like, where's the deep connection? We never We never started with that. So- Mm-hmm. If you take nothing other than start forging a very deep connection with your heart, with you, love you, because that is when you will foster those same relationships outside of you and you will no longer be seeking that external, uh, that external love. You won't, it'll mm-hmm. just, it'll be there. You'll appreciate it. You'll have this new layer or level of gratitude for it and appreciation, but you will no longer be selling yourself short to try to get it from the external. It just won't happen anymore. So,
2: Let love live, people. Let Let love live. live. I love it.
1: I love it. (laughs) And (laughs) I love all of you beautiful beings. Thank you for being with us. And yeah, we'll see you on the other side. Love you so much. Bye.
0: We appreciate you so much for listening to today's episode of Shamanic Soul Sisters. We hope you continue to tune in weekly. We trust that you received what was most needed for your highest and best with today's episode. Remember, you are limitless. And to pause each day to take a couple of moments for you. You are worthy and wonderful just the way you are. Thank you again and see you on the other side.